Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. As ever, this show is sponsored by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. I'm joined by my co-host, the King Manscaper, Tom Walker. <laughs> Cleanest balls in the betting industry. How's it going, everyone? You all right? <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. I promise this show is regarding uh, English football and uh, profit chasing not talking the whole time about clean balls. But always good to give the sponsors a little unique nod, Tom, I think. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So, uh, for anyone new, we go through the Premier League, Championship, League One and League Two, usually picking out our betting highlights. Uh, This week, we've got a bit more of a mixed um, bag. So, we've got FA Cup to throw in as well. And there's only... A small handful of League One and League Two games, so um, I don't think there'll be too much time spent on on all of that. So uh, the main bulk is Premier League, Championship, and a bit of FA Cup. I think this week. So uh, we'll go straight into the Premier League, shall we? Friday night, Palace Newcastle. Anything that takes your eye here, or is this one that's going to be pretty dull, pretty boring, and we're not going to watch it? Let's move on. <laughs> no, from from a gambling perspective, I I wouldn't know where to go. Two inconsistent sides. Yeah, um, statistically, seven consecutive games between the two sides have been under two point five goals. So yeah, expect it to be boring. Expect the same again. Eight to thirteen is the price for that. But let's move to Saturday. Much more opportunity on the Saturday. Uh, start with Brian against Liverpool. Liverpool losing to Atalanta in the Champions League in midweek, 2-0 at home. Um, their injuries and the squad is starting to look a bit thin in that game. But do you reckon they can bounce back with a win? Salah's back in the league uh, this Saturday. Do you reckon uh, they'll kind of pick up where they left off against Leicester rather than the Atalanta result? Yeah, I think they will. Especially they're playing against a Brighton team You know that's... Yeah, only scored 13 goals this season um, in nine games. It's it's one of the lowest in the league. Uh, we know that they've got a couple of issues and they are coming off the back of that Villa win. Um, but I don't expect them to be strong enough to beat Liverpool here. I, I thought Leicester might get something at Anfield and I was wildly wrong. So I'm not looking to uh, underestimate Liverpool again. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one who thought that. Um, Liverpool, well, as you say, underestimated by a lot of people, but uh, yeah, played really, really well. Proved everybody wrong. Yeah. Um, okay, so the three o'clock. Oh, it's Man City Burnley. It's time for Burnley's seasonal thrashing <laughs> at the Etihad. <laughs> so uh, it's been a very, very poor place for Burnley to travel to in recent seasons. Um, Man City are one to six on the nose to get the victory. So very, very short. You can definitely understand why, if you look at the stats between the two sides. Uh, Burnley have lost 5-0 on the last three consecutive visits <laughs> to the Etihad. <laughs> and uh, prior to that, they did lose 4-1 and 3-0. Um, so they've got a really, really poor record. Off the top of my head, I think that's 20 goals conceded and just one scored in the last five games. <laughs> Uh, away at Man City. If it's, if you think it's going to be a drubbing again, I'll be looking at the handicap market. Man City minus two, five to four. Um, if you want to go a step further, minus three. So 
if you think Burnley might lose 4-0 uh, or 5-1, 3-1. I think there's there's definitely something here in the handicap. Yeah, there's there's cracking value there in the handicap market, Tom. You took that right off my notes. Um, Burnley, they've been decent defensively, actually. Um, but as you said, I, I don't want to read too much into that because of how poor that... I mean, to lose 5-0 consecutively three games on the same ground, I mean, yeah, you got to look into handicap. So, yeah, one to six, no thank you. But the handicap market is definitely where I'll be uh, putting my money. Yeah, if you're a Man City attacking player, you're going to be licking your lips, aren't you? Fancy football tips game. there as well. Get get your captains yep. on for City. Yep, yep, definitely. Right, Everton-Leeds is the 5.30 game. Everton priced at 19-20, to 20, the draw 13-5, to 5, and Leeds 14-5. to 5. Um, Anything that you like the look of off the top of your head here? No. Very much a toss-up for me. Yeah, no, I'm not getting sucked in uh, by Everton beating uh, lowly Fulham. That doesn't, you know, I don't all of a sudden think that Everton are this great side again. And I was really impressed with Leeds uh, against Arsenal, who should have won that game. So I expect Leeds to cause Everton some issues. And I'm not not hot on either side, to be honest with you. Would you consider perhaps both teams to score? Uh, Everton cannot keep a, keep a clean sheet for love no money at the moment. Mm-hmm. Ten consecutive games without one. Um, four to seven is the price, so it's pretty short. But yeah, I mean, you know, Leeds have scored in in four of their last six games as well, drawing a blank only against Arsenal, obviously, and Wolves in their last six games. So definitely something that I would consider. Um, I mean, they hit the woodwork. What? three or four times against Arsenal. And, you know, if if they have that kind of game again, uh, they're not, you know, goals are going to go in, basically. So, yeah, 100% yep. behind both teams to score. What's the price? Four to seven. Yeah, I mean, it's a little tight, but I think that's uh, that's still a worthy bet. Yeah, it's, a justif- it's justifiable why it's that short. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the eight o'clock game. Saving the best one to last on Saturday. <laughs> West Brom against Sheffield United. Um, the Baggies 8-5. to five, The draw 9-4. to four, Sheffield United 9-5. to five. You can see from the odds, the bookies are very split on which way this one's going to go. They, according to the odds, it's pretty much level across all three results. Um, 19th play 20th. Three points plays one point. No wins between them in 18, 18 combined games. Oh, God, it's going to be a horror show, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to watch it because there's so much on the line. But in terms of quality, it's, it's not going to be great. And I expect this game, I'm going to say it now on the pod, I expect this game to be a championship fixture next season. So yeah, yeah, uh, I'd agree. No idea what to go for. I would lean towards West Brom just because I think they've shown signs of life, and I think Sheffield United have been absolutely diabolical since the start of the season. Hmm. Um, for me, if I had to go for anything, considering the nature of the game, I think it's going to be tight. A lot on the line. No one's going to want to lose. So. The under goals market for me, under 2.5 is 4 to 6. Yeah, yeah, I'm for that as well. 
David McGoldrick and Ollie McBurney. Uh, yeah, that's under 2.5 goals for me. Okay, Sunday then. First one is Southampton against Manchester United. Southampton, pretty big price at home, three to one. The draw, five to two. Manchester United, nineteen to twenty. Um, certainly, won't be going for Manchester United at nineteen <laughs> to twenty. I'm much more inclined to look at Southampton on the double chance. Actually, four to five, so a little bit under evens. Um, it's a pretty good price. And considering what they're unbeaten in seven consecutive league games, I think they could definitely get something from this Manchester United side who just blow very hot and cold. Yeah, I mean, if you're Hassan Huttle and the Southampton staff, you know, you're going into this with no fear. Uh, yeah, haven't lost in the last seven games. They're fifth in the league. Uh, they were top, I think, weren't they, at one stage um, yeah, over the were. weekend yeah. or something like that? They're they're uh, having a really, really good season. There's no no need to fear United at all. Um, so, yeah, I think double chance there. You know, if you fancy a little outsider, 3-1 to one for Southampton is a really tantalising uh, price. So, uh, yeah, maybe if you wanted an outsider, that's, that's where to look this weekend. Sure, definitely. Uh, Chelsea against Spurs then is a big 4-30. Chelsea twenty-one to twenty, the draw five to two, Spurs thirteen to five. Huge game at the top of the league. Spurs, as we know, currently top. Uh, Chelsea just two points behind uh, in third position. Both teams only lost once in all competitions this season, and both teams uh, have two of the best defenses in the league. So, uh, all things considered, I'm inclined. I don't think it's going to be a an all-out gung-ho entertaining. Free for all. I'm more inclined again to look at the unders market. I'm looking at. I'm going to start by looking at under 3.5, which is one to two. Um, so that gives us a bit of wiggle room for like a, a two-one to either side, um, or perhaps a three-nil if there is a an unexpected landslide. Under 2.5, which again, I could potentially see, is 11 to 10. So the bookies are kind of going towards this being more more of a goal fest. And I'm thinking the opposite, based on how kind of solid defensively what's on the line at these early stages of the season uh, between for these two sides. See, I'm, Tom, it's not often that I pick the bookies over my, you know, long-standing podcast <laughs> partner and, and one of the best friends in my entire life. But I, I'm going to go against you here, mate. Um yeah. Timo Werner, Son Heung-min, Harry Kane, Abraham's in form. I, I just think there's too much attacking quality. Both teams are are, are actually decently uh, decent. Sorry, defensively, um, all the plaudits are going to Chelsea for how great they are at the back. They've conceded ten. Tottenham have conceded nine. Uh, but look at the goals for twenty-two for Chelsea, twenty-one for Tottenham. I think. When you've got, for me, probably player of the year um, so far in Son. And then obviously Kane, and like I said, all those attacking players. I think, for me, both teams to score is where I'm going to land. And that's 8-13. to 13. Uh, A little outsider that I want to throw out there is draw and both teams to score. I can see a 1-1, I think. 10-3 to 3 for yeah. that is so... 
you know, it's a little bit of an outsider, but that's what I'm feeling. I think it will be a great game. Well, if you see a one-all, then mine comes in as well. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. Winners all round. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, Arsenal Wolves then is the final game on Sunday. Twenty-one to twenty for Arsenal. Twelve to five for the draw. Eleven to four for Wolves. Um, I remain unconvinced by Arsenal. I know you were really hot on hot on them kind of a month or so ago. Is it still feeling that way, or have you kind of uh, cooled a bit? Um, I still believe in the long term of. Arteta and I think he's exactly what Arsenal need uh, I think personnel wise I think um, he's being let down a little bit by players Pepe at the weekend prime example um, he, I think he's still trying to cleanse everything out but you can't hide from the fact that they're 12th in the table and it's certainly not good enough um, I have no idea where to go here Wolves are Wolves are in the Southampton category for me where they're either fantastic or I can see them getting beat. And that's pretty much every weekend with Wolves. I yeah. never know where they're going to land. Um, so for that yeah. reason, I'm probably going to avoid this. Uh, Arsenal as well, at home, only a 50% record. Played for one two, lost two. Um, so definitely not Fortress Emirates. No. Um, something that I did kind of like the look of it's Wolves to score so uh, just Wolves to score one plus goal it's priced at one to two so again not the biggest price that we'll get a weekend but I think considering that uh, Wolves have got on the score sheet in six of the last seven games in the league uh, Arsenal we know can be a bit suspect at the back conceding three at home in their last game at the Emirates against Villa um, so yeah, Wolves to get at least one goal, mm-hmm. one to two could could be something. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You can see them scoring, can't you? At least one yeah. goal, definitely. Yeah, whether they'll win or not, who cares? Yeah, I think they'll get one goal. Mm-hmm. I agree. On Monday then, Leicester against Fulham kicks us off at five thirty. Leicester price at one to two. The draw ten to three. And Fulham eleven to two. Um, Leicester for me on the nose one to two. I'm happy with that. I think they'll get another win against this Fulham side, who you know they, they've improved. I think from where they were at the start of the season, but they're still not picking up points. This penalty situation, where <laughs> they can't score a penalty no matter who takes one, is really costing them. Um, but I think Leicester are just going to have too much quality uh, for them at home. Yeah. Exactly. I, I totally agree with you, Tom. Um, I, I think, I think they'll, you'll get a little, I've done a, a little uh, kind of combination bet here. Uh, match result to be Leicester and over three goals is four to one. So that doesn't mean, you know, Leicester have to score all of them. Uh, you know, that's including Fulham as well. Uh, but I think, you know, Fulham's defending is is shocking. And I do think they can get on the score sheet as well. I think it will be an entertaining Leicester win. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice price then. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. Um, finally then, West Ham Villa. 5-4 to four for West Ham. 13-5 to five for the draw. 2-1 to one for Villa. Um, now for me, 
No idea. <laughs> Same. Same. No idea. Um, really don't know where to go. Both teams, I mean, West Ham are arguably a little more consistent than Villa at the moment. Villa are very up and down. Um, so, yeah, I would side with West Ham just because I feel like they're a bit more level at the moment. But, God, I think there's better stuff to bet on this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then. So, uh, that wraps up the Premier League. Let's talk about Manscaped. Yeah, so I want to bring the profit chaser's attention to the sponsor of the pod, Manscaped. Uh, so, with the code FBP20, you get 20% off and free shipping on all Manscaped products. So, ideal time for Christmas coming up. You know, get yourself in there, support the pod, and uh, enjoy some of the best in men's below the waist grooming. Absolutely. Uh, thank you to everyone who has been supporting the pod as well uh, through Manscaped so far. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, right, so we'll go to the championship then next, shall we? We've got pretty much uh, a full fixture list of games this weekend. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that catches your eye um, straight away from any day, any fixture? Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, do you know what? If you told me after 13 games that Wickham Wanderers would be above Derby County in the league, I would have, number one, been absolutely delighted. And number two, I would have been, <laughs> I would have been very surprised. Um, yeah, really yeah. wouldn't expect it, but here we are. Uh, Derby at home against the chair boys on Saturday. I'm going to go for double chance, Wickham. Uh, they've shown some really good form recently, and they've shown that they can mix it with pretty much anybody uh, on their day. Obviously, they are going to lose games. Then you know, I'm not saying they're going to start flying up, you know, to mid table, but they're against the Derby sides that have got a takeover coming in. Rooney wants the job. He's the superstar, but he's not as qualified as Rossinia. But Rossinia didn't play for England, even though he's more qualified. And you've got this, we're in it together, but we're not. We both want the job. Then you've got Shea Given, Steve McLaren's back. Like, it's a complete mess at Derby right now. So draw or Wickham, uh, double chance is evens. I think that's a good price. Nice. Yeah, that is a good price. Definitely like that one. They're fifteen to four for the win. If you fancy that, uh, I'm not sure I'd go that far. No, no. Uh, but yeah, definitely double chance. Definitely double chance. Right for me, uh, one of the standouts is Norwich. Uh, they're at home to Coventry. As you'd expect, they're not a very good price, really. But let's just mention it briefly. Um, Eight to fifteen for Norwich to get the win. Currently top of the tree in the Championship with twenty-seven points. Um, Coventry in 21st on 12. Norwich have really started to hit form, haven't they? After a little bit of a shaky start, just took a bit of time to adjust again at this level. But unbeaten now in nine consecutive championship games, winning three in a row, uh, three clean sheets in the last four games, you know, and it's the quality of side that they've been beating as well in recent weeks, which is really impressive. So uh, wins away at High Fly, Millsborough, Stoke, Win at home against Swansea, uh, win away at Bristol City. So, drawn again and again, drawn away against Brentford. So, they're picking up results against um, sides who are really doing well and at the upper end of this division. So, 
for me, uh, this should be a routine win at home to, to lowly Coventry. Yeah, Coventry, impressing at times and then completely, you know, not impressing <laughs> at other times. Um, I mean, Huddersfield, Middlesbrough, for me, this leaps off the page as a very low-scoring, dour affair. Uh, under 2.5 goals is 8 to 13. We're not going to talk about it too much because it's not the best price. But just wanted to point it out there. Uh, Middlesbrough, seventh in the table. Huddersfield, after a hot start, struggling a little bit, um, both uh, towards the lower end for goals scored. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, another one for me. Um, surprise, surprise. It's another one that seems to be at one to two. I feel like there's a lot this week that's <laughs> around this one to two, eight to 15 yeah. mark um, that I think is definitely worth betting on in, in accumulators as boosters that could definitely come in. So another one is in the Blackburn against Barnsley game. Um, don't care about the result. All I care about is Barnsley getting on the score sheet. Uh, Barnsley to score at least one goal is eight to 15. Um, head-to-head, Blackburn haven't kept a clean sheet against Barnsley in 10 consecutive games. And, you know, we've seen from Barnsley's recent matches, they're more than capable of getting on the score sheet, more than capable of scoring. You know, they've scored against Watford, three against QPR, two against Derby, two against Forest, all in recent weeks. So more than capable against scoring, of scoring against this leaky Blackburn side. 8-15, to 15, Banker. Banker. Love the confidence. Um, I'm going to tip a draw, Tom. We never do this, but 21 to 10, probably the biggest draw I've ever seen in championship history, Birmingham-Millwall. Birmingham have drew their last two games. Millwall have drawn their last four games. Um, So neither really really getting the the wins or losses, I suppose, uh, over the line. So... Just a little fun one, um, you know, six draws out of the last six games in for these two combined. And yeah, 21 to 10, just a little fun extra there. And the last two consecutive meetings between the two sides, draw. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thanks for backing me up. <laughs> little, little cherry on the top. Yeah, actually. exactly. <laughs> um, I don't really have much else in the championship. Uh, for me, no. Is there anything that you like? Not really. Outsiders for me on Sunday: uh, Swansea, uh, Forest. Oh yeah, I get Swansea. Yeah, yeah. Forest. Yeah, they'll be awesome. not doing well. I think it's fair to say the unbeaten in seven start Hewton had. I think it was possibly, you know, two wins. I think or three wins. And four draws, uh, that is starting to look glass half empty now, Yeah, to be honest yeah. with you. So, yeah, uh, definitely worth looking there. Tom, there's three League One games, uh, Fleetwood Sunderland, Ipswich Charlton and Oxford Swindon. So some tasty matches there. Uh, I'm going to just quickly touch on Fleetwood Town. Uh, I was really hot on Fleetwood at the start of the season and I they made me look a bit of an idiot, to be honest with you, when they had a bit of a slow start. But they're really picking up now. They're seventh. Uh, they're at home against Sunderland. And every podcast in the football world that you listen to, any 
Twitter kind of reports that you look at, it feel it's the same story for Sunderland. They expect to be right up there. They're eighth. They're sick of the style of play. They're sick of drawing games. They're sick of this, that, and the other. It's just, again, just a bad feeling around the club. And, yeah, Fleetwood, led by summer signing Callum Camps, who's got 10 goals in 13 games from midfield. Um, Fully expect them to pile on the misery, to be honest. They've won their last three. Uh, They've won three of their last six. uh, Sorry, four of their last six. And they're priced at nine to five. Um, Get on the team, ride in the momentum against a team that's kind of stuttering and being uh, and being uh, yeah. picked apart by their own fans and journalists alike. Yeah. Do you reckon Joey Barton gets enough credit for what he's doing at Fleetwood? No, because no one likes him. I'd, yeah, I never really see him being praised that much uh, in the media for the job he's doing, but he's doing a very good job. Yeah, young English manager. You'd have thought that people would be all over him, but it's Joey Barton and... Yeah. He was a bit of a knob, wasn't he, when he was playing? So, <laughs> so he probably doesn't get the credit he deserves. Right, um, that's it then for League One. Uh, very, very brief, but as you say, not many more, not many games to touch on. There's nothing that I like to uh, that, that I'd like to add to that. So, League Two, uh, even less games. We've got two, <laughs> both coming on Saturday: Bolton against Southend, Port Vale against Leighton Orient. Um, I certainly think you can get a home win in the Bolton against South End match. It's a fairly short price for Bolton, though, as you'd expect. 8-13 to 13, um, South End. Obviously, as we spoke about a lot on the podcast, very, very poor. Won one game in 13 this season, losing 10, uh, scoring just six goals, conceding 26. So, very poor season. Bolton seemed to kind of turned things are around a little bit. Um, they've won their last consecutive... They've won, they've won their last three consecutive matches uh, in the league. So it's an excellent opportunity to uh, make it a fourth win on the spin against this struggling South End side. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'd throw in there is if you look at the results, beat Salford at home, that's a massive win and there's nothing taking anything away from Bolton there. Uh, other wins came against Stevenage and Scunthorpe. For me, the price is too tight, but I mean, it's South End. I, I, we've said this before, and they tripped us up, but surely that it's not going to happen again. Bolton eight thirteen yeah. will get the business done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, FA Cup then. So it's the FA Cup second round. Is this the full fixture list this weekend? I think so. Doesn't seem like there's too many games. There's about eight on Saturday, eight on Sunday. Is that how many are in this round? I, I don't know. The first round seems massive. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, me. And the third round seems seems pretty massive because that's when all the champion prem comes in. So just didn't seem to be too many games in this second round. But well, I'm trying to Google it right now as we speak because obviously we're not prepared. And uh, and <laughs> yeah, from what I can see, this is this is the next round. To be honest with you, okay. I wasn't sure if it was like split over various days or something like that, but no, it seems to all pretty much be Maybe. Saturday, Sunday with one game on Friday. Um, anyway, one that kind of leaps out at me from Saturdays is Portsmouth at home to Kings Lynn Town. <laughs> um, 
Kingsley in town are of the National League. Portsmouth obviously doing well in League One. Um, they're one to four on the nose to get the win. So obviously very short, not, not interested in that. What I like the look of is Portsmouth to win the first half, which is a much more reasonably priced four to six. Hmm. I like that, yes. That's uh that's squeezing out, isn't it, Tom? Every every bit of uh yeah. every bit of value you can <laughs> in that game. Uh, I just wanna say something just in general. I think with the FA Cup, it's best to put your bets on if you're choosing an FA Cup game when the teams are out. Obviously, some of these teams are gonna go full throttle, you know, um, massive games for some of the clubs. Some of the clubs will see it financially as an opportunity. Some of the clubs will see it as an inconvenience. And especially with the congested fixture list at the moment, um, yeah, it's definitely worth waiting until the teams are out and doing your, doing your research. We can, only, yeah. we can only go off the assumption that everyone's going to play their full-strength side. Uh, so we'll read out a couple of tips, but just wanted to let everyone know it. it's definitely worth having a little look. Uh, one to two time. Uh, Friday night, I think this one's live on the Beeb. Uh, Tranmere Brackley. Um, Tranmere, one to two. Uh, I think that's not bad for a team, you know, Brackley are National League North and they're playing against Tranmere, who are a promotion hopeful in League Two, uh, who are currently ninth. I think one to two is a fair price, to be honest with you. Mm. Yeah, Tranmere have picked up as well, haven't yeah. they, in, uh, in recent weeks? Yeah, they've won the last four games. So, yeah. like I said, as long as the teams are as you'd expect from Tranmere, one to two, I think it's a good price. Yeah, it is. Uh, another one to join the one to two club for this <laughs> week then. Um, and just on that team's uh, selection point that you made, I reckon that most teams will probably go full strength this weekend. You reckon, yeah. If you think, like, with the potential financial incentives of playing the big clubs in rounds three and four. Very true. Especially when all clubs need money um, because of the COVID situation at this time. I think they'll they'll be going for it, I think, this weekend to get that potential payday. I hope so. Uh, t- a TV match, you know, against a big side in round three is, is the carrot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mate, I hope so. So, yeah, I reckon they will. But definitely worth keeping an eye on. Very valid point. Did you have a tip or were you just pointing that out? I was just pointing that out. Right. Okay. I do have one on, on Sunday, though. <laughs> on Sunday, Stevenage play Hull City. Um, I think Hull will get the victory here, 18 to 25 for the Tigers to get the win. Six consecutive wins for Hull. Obviously, they're right at the top end of League One. Stevenage down the lower reaches of League Two, um, and I just think if Hull play play uh, one of their stronger sides, play as we know they definitely can do, uh, they should have more than enough for Stevenage. You know, Hull went to Ipswich last weekend and just wiped the floor with them 3-0. You know, if you can do that, you can easily beat a Stevenage side who are struggling in League Two. Yeah, completely agree, mate. Good tip there. Um, I'm looking at an away side at 15-8. to eight. Uh, This is an all-League 2 affair. Uh, this is Bradford and Oldham. Uh, Bradford in a little bit of a stinky mess at the moment. Uh, no wins in their last four games. Uh, Oldham are 
kind of dark horses, I think. I think we said in our preseason predictions we we liked the look of them. It's taken a while to get start uh, to get going, sorry. And if you look at the table, they're only 17th. Uh, but they have won uh, five of their last six. So very, very hot at the moment. Bradford going through some off-the-field issues as well, which which always helps. And Oldham have got wins over Barrow. Very very nice win there. Exeter, um, Scunthorpe, obviously Scunthorpe struggling. And Bradford in the Football League trophy. Um, they won 3-1 there. So a nice little... Um, Nice little kind of recent history to fall back on. Fifteen to eight, I fancy uh, the Latics. Yep, yep, I could definitely see that one coming in. Definitely. Um, right, no more for me. Any for you? Yeah, uh, Blackpool. So Harrogate, again, another team going through a little bit of inconsistency. One week they lose three nil away at Leighton Orient, then the next week they beat Mansfield one nil away. Uh, They are very up and down at the moment. They're playing against a League One side in Blackpool that are doing really, really well, actually, at the moment. You know, again, Tom, another team that we thought might be up there um, and, you know, in around the playoff picture anyway. And they had a slow start, but now they've clawed their way up to 15th. They're kind of making their way. Obviously, League Two, League One, Blackpool are 21 to 20 away at Harrogate. Um, I like the look of Blackpool. Normally, I wouldn't tip against Harrogate because they've been pretty handy, but they're showing some wild inconsistency at the moment. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, well, that then wraps up uh-huh. everything in terms of... Excuse me. What? I have one little outsider. More? Jeez. Well, I just have, you got those? I just have one outsider. I always, always, always try find an upset on the FA Cup weekend. And my upset that I'm going to tip is eight to one. Um, massive outsiders, no real form behind them either. It's it's Oxford City, so not Oxford United, Oxford City. Um, they are playing against the Shrews. Well, first of all, I'll tell you what league they're from. They're National League South. They're away to Shrewsbury. Uh, so Shrewsbury, obviously, League One. Oxford City have been poor <laughs> recently. They've won one of their last six. <laughs> However, Shrewsbury have just sacked Sam Ricketts. They're in an absolute mess. Fans are having a complete meltdown. There's just a sense of an upset here. There's just a massive opportunity for Oxford to go in against a wounded animal with no care in the world and just do what they can and try and win. Uh, they've got no pressure on them at all. They're eight to one. If there's an upset this weekend, that's where it will be from. Yeah, I, I can't say you've completely sold that one to me. Look, it's <laughs> me. It's, it's it's very hard but, but, to you, sell an eight to one. <laughs> but um, you know, you, you think right? This is on uh, BBC. So uh, you think when BBC are selecting which games? to air on television, there'd they'd be iron upset potentially, right? Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you know, you want you want to pick a team who 
might potentially beat a bigger team and you know it's great for everyone watching everyone watching wants would love to see the underdog win and you know a, a, low, a lower league team like Oxford City get into round three yeah see uh, so I'm not... you know maybe people or other people are thinking the same thing as you but yeah eight to one's a big price um I won't be putting anything on it I don't think personally but I, I don't listen know. I'm not saying I'm not saying great. it's an absolute banker I'm just saying I, no, I no, really no, wanted no. to find an upset because that's what the FA Cup's all about. And I saw Shrewsbury and I thought, right, you're in a mess. You're crap. And then I saw Oxford and I thought, oh, 8-1. I wonder if they're doing well. They're not, but it's the FA Cup. One-off game. Right. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Bomb-proof trebles now? Bomb-proof trebles, Absolutely. All right, guys, so this is the part of the show where we're going to reveal the bomb-proof trebles. Uh, but there's a little bit of a change this week. We only actually have one treble. Uh, the other one is a fourfold, actually. Um, but anyway, the essence is still the same. This is where we uh, put together all of our knowledge, tips, insight, uh, general gut feeling, etc., into some bets for the weekend. We back our own bets with £10 stakes. Uh, but we only want you to bet what you can afford to lose. So please gamble responsibly. Tom, take it away. Right. So the special treble, it's not a treble, the special fourfold <laughs> for this weekend is going to be the one to two or thereabouts <laughs> fourfold. So we've got Barnsley to score in their game against Blackburn at one to two. Wolves to score in their game against Arsenal. At 8 to 15. Portsmouth to be winning at half time in their game against Kings Lynn at 4 to 6. And Man City against Burnley to be over 2.5 goals. That's 4 to 9. Um, a £10 example stake on those four bets pays 55.37. Nice, nice, yeah. Love that. Uh, obviously, you had to. Squeezing an extra team to, to get that uh, return up, but very confident in all four results. So uh, we're also going to do a traditional treble. Um, so we are going to start in the Premier League. We're going to go for Southampton, double chance, at home to Manchester United, four to five. We're going to drop into the championship and we're going to go for Norwich to win over Coventry at home, eight fifteen, And we're going to go into the FA Cup, and we're going to go for Hull to beat Stevenage, 8 to 11. An example, £10 stake will return you 47.67. Nice. I think we've got strong bets there. Absolutely. Yeah, we do. Uh, little glance. I think that every weekend. But... Yeah, yeah. Little glance at fancy football. Uh, obviously, we've got our fancy football on the go. £20 free bet on. Um, on for the winner. Average was 55 points. I got 53. Standard. Uh, I'm 142nd. Tom, where are you? Uh, I got 62 and I am 42nd. Nice. Uh, we've got Connell Glyn Martin at the top, followed by Paul Fraser, Ronan Gormley, Ronan Harrington, Jamie Parker, David Doherty, John Courtney, Tristan Hall, Andrew Johnson, and David Arias. So, uh, yeah, if you want to join the fancy football group, lads or ladies, feel free. Um, Tom will put the lead code in the podcast description. 
If he has not done so, uh, then you can ask us for it on social media. Uh, we're growing our social media following nicely, so feel free to join in the fun. Uh, T underscore FB podcast on Twitter. Uh, Facebook is football betting podcast. Um, sorry, facebook.com slash football betting podcast. And if you want to email us, um, football betting podcast at gmail.com is the place to do so. Yeah. And of course, if you have enjoyed the podcast, perhaps won, perhaps won some money off any of the tips, uh, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes. So thank you very much for uh, taking the time to tune in. We, uh, we really appreciate it. And yeah, go well this weekend and good luck with a bet. Send us in your slips. Yeah, absolutely. Cheers, guys. And we'll see you same time next week.